Hello, everybody. Welcome to the new raw, uncut, real deal Cologne podcast. My name is Mike. And my name's Ryan. And we're two best friends giving you our uneducated opinion on the world of fragrance. Oh, that's so right. And today we got one that you brought back from Milan. That's right. I was doing an uneducated visit to Italy. <laughs> And I got to meet with the nice people over at 2787 Perfumes. Okay. And they gave us a 27 mil bottle for us to spray, smell, enjoy, and then give away to a Patreon. And we're going to get one. Buckle up. Also, buckle up for this Fragrantica review I found from Nardius. <laughs> Is this Nardwar's fragrance <laughs> I account? I think so. What do you think? <laughs> All right, here we go. Nardius says... Probably the weakest fragrance I've ever come across. From the beginning, projection is almost non-existent. No point even talking about how it smells. It's pretty good if you get really close. That's it. Yeah, I don't think that's Nardwar. That's not his account. He would have had some obscure... Yeah, he would be like, uh, tell me what 2787 means. <laughs> Can you tell me something about that? He'd be like, can you tell me why it used to be called Wonderlust and now he's changed to Vandervogel? I actually do want to know. Do you have an answer for that? Yes. What's that? Vandervogel <laughs> is like, I think it's a German word for a type of people. They live outdoors. They're free spirits. And okay. I think I think it better encapsulates what they're trying to do rather than Wonderlust. It's just something that you have. Mm -hmm. But a Vandervogel is who you are. It's an identity. There's a difference. I'm pumped, and I can't wait to smell it. But first, we have to give our one-night stand review. Yeah. Of? Oh, Intense, The Elysium That Let Us Down by Raja Parfum. Hit the funeral dirge music, Todd. Yeah. One-night stand review. Well, Mike, after hanging out once again with one Roger Bird, a man we love and admire. Yeah. We've even tried to get some Alibaba version of his Versace, Versace <laughs> shirts. <laughs> what do you think? Well, first, I'll say it's the ones that you really love and trust that are capable of letting you down the most. Woo! Oh, my God. I'm actually going to let you take this one away because I feel like I wasn't 100% sold the whole show, but you were. Yeah. And then wearing it and experiencing it more, your mind kind of changed. Yeah, we obviously we did the episode. We were out and about and I was just kind of like, man, this died down pretty quick. And it was really a skin scent pretty quickly. It's not a bad smell. Right. And actually, back to back in it, because I brought in uh, the one that you bought me, the mm -hmm. Parfum Cologne, and we were comparing them the other day. Again, I do stand by that. I do think the Parfum Cologne, to me, what I register in my head, it just smells more sweet, tart. I love that bright, fre that's fresh kind of to me. Yeah. But I think what people are saying when they say fresh for this, it's like more fresh, actual like realistic fruit like fruit because yeah. it when you compare them man it smells like one of the most realistic grapefruits i've ever smelled i probably disagree and say i you feel did. like that dolce and gabbana we smelled the light blue forever forever yeah that one is it not the same perfumer as the one who did this fragrance, yes. by the way okay <laughs> yeah. this is funny that this is such a connection to it but that one to me smelled like really juicy grapefruit only grapefruit for sure done very well yeah and this, oh, intense, it was fresh up top, and it is intense the first two minutes that you spray it. Yeah. 
but I wasn't liking it, what it did on the skin. It got to like this weird hairspray type vibe and that uh, eventually kind of dries down into something that smells floral and like flowers, but yeah. like a masculine flower. I mean, it's not a bad fragrance, but in ways it's redundant and in ways it doesn't live up to the name of being intense. And that's the main point. And we were really talking about this and not not shitting on Raja Dove's line, honestly, here. Right. But all brands, in a way, we're kind of shitting on them for a yeah, second. Yeah, we called YSL out for this. Yeah. And I feel like it's only fair that if you're going to use the name Intense, that you're held to the same scrutiny. Because we don't show bias towards something like niche versus designer. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're not going to show a bias against YSL and for Roger Duff, we've got to hold them to the same standard because that's what we do here. To me, I feel like the word intense is definitely some type of marketing thing now. Just be, I, I don't, they need to stop though because I think the layman, the regular Joes, us guys, me, Mike, you guys listening, when somebody says intense, if I said, Mike, remember the lemon meringue pie I made you last week? Mm, yeah. And I said, this is, I made a new one today and it's even more intense. Yeah. What would you think? I'd be like, man, this guy put extra lemon in there. And it's going to be like more punchy, right? Yeah. I feel like it's going to have more flavor than my mouth can comprehend. So, in other words, it'd be loud, right? I in mean, flavor, yes. Yeah. But in sense, I think when we hear intense, everybody, I mean, that's why they're getting people to buy. Because I believe in our, all of our heads, we're going, man, intense. It's about to be fucking loud. It's going to project. The siage is going to be fucking 10 feet long. Okay. Imagine this. Ryan, yeah. imagine we go to the movies mm -hmm. and this movie lasts six to eight hours. Okay. And I go, you're not going to believe this. It's intense. It's so intense. <laughs> it's oh intense. <laughs> and then we get there and the first two minutes, really intense. Yeah. But then the last six to eight hours <laughs> of the movie are not very intense. Is like a Little Women documentary or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you feel like I lied to you by saying this Absol is intense? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what we're kind of going for. If the journey of the fragrance is like right out of the atomizer, it's intense. But then the next six to eight hours of the fragrance isn't really intense. Are you really allowed to call it? intense i mean they can technically they're allowed to call it whatever they're, they yes want. legally they're allowed <laughs> to call it but for for us layman's i just feel like that's like look i'm not saying this is what they're doing but brands in general yeah let's just say it's a selling point if i get burned once that's all it's going to take it and especially on 385 dollars oh yeah and then i'm going to be very standoffish after that okay so you were a sample to a buy it yes because it does smell good i promise you guys i think it smells great it's a great smell but yeah now my my opinion has changed to i mean definitely a sample just so you can see because it again it may perform different from somebody else's skin but for me it didn't perform great at all like really bad yeah and i can't spend that kind of money so for me it's a skip yeah it's a skip for me too in fact and yes, that sucks by the way to say that it does suck because we do really admire the brand mm -hmm. and Raja Duff. but yesterday you sprayed the parfum cologne and the new O Intense yep. on tester strips, and you brought them up to me, and you go, which one's which? And I smelled it, and I thought that the Parfum Cologne was the Intense because it seemed more intense on the strip to me. And which, you were 100% you were committed to that, thinking I, it was that. I was, yeah. yeah. 
And I was kind of shocked that it wasn't. And the more we smelled the two side by side, if we had to pick, yeah. and you as a listener don't have to pick, but because <laughs> the funds be limited over here, <laughs> yeah. if I had to pick and I was only able to buy one of the two, I would lean towards buying the more affordable Parfum Cologne because I personally like the whole journey of that fragrance better. There are parts that I really like about Owen Tents. But there are parts I really don't like about it either. Yeah. There's a dinginess on the skin that I don't love that happens a little bit after you first spray it. And then there is like a hairspray type thing that I smell kind of halfway through the life of it that I don't like either. Yeah. And because of that, I'm out. <laughs> I will say this real quick and then we'll move on. Again, we when we first sprayed it on and a couple of days later we sprayed it on, we we're like, man, this thing doesn't last long. When we put them on the cards, both the Parfum Cologne and this one, the O Intense, we just came in today. We sprayed it yesterday, and we're like, wow, we can still smell these on there. Yeah. So, I do think there's – and maybe that's a topic one day for a fragrance philosophy about our noses and what they do. But Right. We've talked about doing a nose blindness fragrance philosophy episode because it's real, baby. It it's is out so there. real. So, it'll last as far as like it'll be on your shit, but it's not loud. It's a skip. Well, let's skip on over to our scent of the day, Ryan. Wandervogel by 2787 Perfumes. Let's do it. You keep making me do things first. I like the experience of seeing y'all giddy, spraying it, getting excited. Ooh, I like how the box slides open. That's right. This 27 mil being given away on our Patreon. If you're not a friend with Benefit, get over there and sign up. It's only six bucks a month. It is a unique little bottle. Nice little atomizer on that bottle. It is, man. Unfortunately for me, it is straight marine seawater <laughs> immediately out of the atomizer. I can kind of get that a little bit. I'm going to tell you, it's pretty pleasant. And mint as well. You can smell both of those up front. It was like <laughs> they said, hey, Mike, what are some notes you really struggle with? We're going to build a fragrance around those notes. <laughs> And then we're going to put a tube inside your nostrils and just inject it. <laughs> yeah. It's like that oxygen therapy we did that one time. You remember that? Yeah. Wow. Did we ever tell people about that? I don't know if we did. I feel like we did talk about it. But yeah, there was a, we did a oh, oxygen bar. Yeah, a little oxygen bar action. And it was uh, a little, an experience. A little back alley thing, if you know what I mean. Wow. On the skin. Fuck. And on the, on the, on the card. It smells like spearmint gum it does and i fucking love this yeah i have good childhood memories of this kind of scent man everything about this fragrance i shouldn't love <laughs> but i do love spearmint gum i do too man there is an aquatic nature in the air that i'm like not loving but i'm hoping that kind of dissipates a little bit no lie every once in a while my aunt would pick me and her kids up from school and she chewed that Wrigley's green spearmint gum yeah. religiously and I was obsessed with it. So this smells like a little bit of that, like the back of riding in the car then. Right. There's a warm nature to it. Yeah. Which in Texas, let's say you had a pack of spearmint gum on the console of the car, you'd probably smell that because like the heat would yeah. take that around. And that kind of get that. There's like a memory to this thing. There is. This is for me, it's really kind of badass. I like this. Yeah. And it also reminds me that I used to smack, I still do, I used to smack a lot when I would chew gum and she fucking hated that. <laughs> and you know how sweet my aunt 
Yes, but yes, she can get pretty, pretty serious for a minute. She, yeah, she would like turn around like Lloyd Christmas and uh, Dumb and Dumber and talk to me about smacking while she was still driving. Man, that's it's such a good memory. Being chastised about <laughs> chewing my gum wrong. It does have that vibe, but there's like a little something extra to it. But I mean, the overall what you smell, yeah, that's what it kind of smells like. But there's yeah. a little something to it. Maybe what you're talking about, maybe a little bit of the warmth to it. There is a donut force field of a, <laughs> aquatic nature of seawater around it. But then whenever I get it close to my nose, the center of it is that warm spearmint gum. Yeah. So do you think you could actually wear this? I'll have to see how the water notes go. But putting my hand up to my nose and smelling the card, they both smell great. And I'm shocked because I haven't loved mint in some fragrances. Yeah. But how it's done here, it smells really refreshing. What is it about mint that turns you off or has turned you off in the past? Because it smells like toothpaste. Mm. Okay, yeah, I can get that vibe. But this is done in a way to where it doesn't smell like toothpaste. I can't help it. I like it. But I think I am biased because it is a scent memory for me. I'm on the fence with it. I I like smelling it. I'm just trying to figure out if I would actually wear it. I really like smelling it. I do. I feel like the commodity wool... Although they're a little bit different, I feel like this is what it should have been, something like this. Oh, Because gotcha. it kind of has this, those, there's a little bit of that vibe going on. I don't know what that is in the air, but. You feel like that, I, I don't agree with you on that because whenever I think of wool, I think of warm, I think of something that's encompassing, something yeah. that surrounds you. Now, this is fresh and it's not like a sharp, cold mint to no. me. It's like a. Nice, warm, refreshing mint, which is weird to say, but Would I you like- think like a mint tea, if that's a thing? Maybe so. Yeah, that's a good thought. I like this a lot. I was going into this thinking it was going to be something just kind of weird and okay. But this is, it's very different. I like it. It has a quality that kind of reminds me on the skin only, that reminds me like there's a hint of chocolate in there or something, like an Andy's mint. Hmm. I can see where you're going with that. That warmness kind of reminds me of like this with a sweet nature where it's like just a hint of chocolate, but mostly mint. You just got done eating your carbonara and (laughs) breadsticks and endless soup and salad. What's carbonara? It's like a pasta with egg yolk and bacon. God damn, that doesn't sound Italian at all, but it sounds amazing. We had it in Italy. I guess it's Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, was it good? It was really good. But that's not what this smells like. This smells like the Andes mint you get after you just got done eating at Olive Garden. (laughs) I really, this is a badass fragrance. So let me talk about the price and trend. This came out in 2016. And Mike mentioned it earlier, the the perfumer that did this also did Dolce Gabbana's Light Blue Forever, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, Did some Tom Ford's. Yeah, you said the- Did a Mugler. What was the Tom Ford one? It was a- Velvet Orchid? Yes, Velvet Orchid. I haven't smelled that. Is that pretty good? It's great. Black Orchid is very unisex, and I feel like Velvet Orchid was like taking that and leaning it a little bit more feminine. So it has like this licorice, black truffle type smell, and then there's a little bit of like this sweet floral in there, sweet flowers that makes Velvet Orchid mysterious and interesting, but also adds that little bit of femininity that I feel like just smells really beautiful on a woman. I'm going to have to smell that one day. So, yeah, the perfumer, her name is, and forgive me, guys, I'm a Texan, okay? (laughs) Say it slow. Shamala Mason Dew is her name. 
I feel like that's a pretty good swing at it. That was a good swing. I had to really take my time with that. Yeah. But it's a good fragrance. Came out 2016, and we were looking at it. It's been trending nonstop. Yeah, upward. It was like a cool release, and then now it's getting pretty warm. Hot, even. Yeah. It's up there, and right before the show, I was looking at the price. For a 87 mil, it's 180-something bucks, like American dollars here. Yeah. And I was like, 87 and 20? I go, why are their sizes 27 and 87? <laughs> and then Mike was like, well, they're called 2787, you idiot. Yeah. It's great. I love <laughs> that, the commitment to the brand. 100% committed. But yeah. Do you feel like that's a fair price for this? 87 mil? Well, it's like 90, pretty much. It's like a Spice Bomb bottle. What was the price again? Like 180 something bucks for 87 mil i would have to see what the longevity feels like but i don't think that's just outrageous as far as a price for a fragrance goes the presentation is really nice presentation is nice i actually like the bottle whatever that material is it feels nice yeah it, oh, it reminds me of like if apple released a fragrance yes yes you know this would be the bottle that they'd use the whole look everything it's like very modern sleek yeah we got all that out the way who is wearing this. Can I change it a little bit? Yeah, maybe. Can I just paint a scene? Yeah, let's paint a scene for this. Okay. So it's not really so much as who's wearing it as it is the experience of it. Okay. I think you got up early before the sun was out and your parents made you get dressed and ready and you rush outside and you get in the car and you drive. You're living in East Texas, so you drive 35 minutes. There's some truth to that. <laughs> Anywhere you want to go. Yeah. And you get out right as the sun is rising. And you get out on a boat and you fish for a few hours. And when you get done fishing and you've, you've caught a million of them, okay? It was a successful day. You're in a great mood. You get back in the car to drive home. It's middle of the day. It's hot. Yes. And your aunt has left a stick <laughs> Wrigley Spearmint gum there in the console. Yeah. And you're smelling a little bit of the seawater from fishing, and you're smelling a little bit of that spearmint <laughs> gum, just warm, beautiful, baking in the sun. Lake water, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're spot on with that, man. And you go, my heart is happy right now. I agree with that. Is the word jovial? Is that a word for this? Yeah. It's nice, man. I like this. This is very pleasant. It's I'm feel surprised. good. It makes you feel good. And it's so unique. That's what the Van der Vogels were all about. Yeah. They were trying to push against industry, like industrial growth in the 1930s. And they were all about going out, getting outside, taking hikes, being free spirits. I mean, I don't do the going outside shit, but I'm definitely against the industries. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet at that time it'd be factory. So it was like, it's the opposite, right? It's the antithesis. They're getting outside. They're getting outdoors. Yeah. It's sharp, man. It's supposed to be like living free, that feeling of openness. Do you feel like, I mean, in saying it though, I mean, kind of asking for real, is this dressed up? Is this casual? I feel like this is casual. No, I, th I think casual too. Yeah. It's sharp, man. I feel like you're dressed casual, going doing some things. This may be like a quintessential summer fragrance. Really? I think so. Not I'm just for the design of it, not necessarily for me. Yeah. Because the water notes is like the one thing. It's that speed bump that I just can't get over. <laughs> Dude, the hand smells great. It's actually, I don't know, it leans masculine to me for right now. I think it's right down the middle of unisex. 
I can agree. You changed my mind that quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are like one knockdown sort of guy. All it takes is one little boink. I'm like, you're right. (laughs) Yes, this 100%. I will be this way. Are you sure? Eh, Probably not. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Easily persuaded. Skip it. Sample it. Buy it. What are you going to do, Mike? I'm going to give it to a Patreon, Ryan. Ooh, yes, baby. (laughs) They're going to love this. I really think whoever gets this will draw your name out of a magic hat. (laughs) Right. Whoever gets this, you guys, I think you're going to like this. If you've never smelled it, I think you're going to be impressed with this. I think most people can get behind this one. It smells really good. Pretty safe, I would say. Some niche can be kind of like people are going to lean one way or the other. But I feel like this one, I feel like most people will be like, it's a pretty good smell. Yeah. I feel like the warm mint as well is going to make it kind of pop off a little bit more, especially outside in the heat. Yeah. So I think this would be rather loud of a fragrance. But would it be if we weren't giving it away? What would I do? Yes. I'd say it's a sample. I'm going to have to wear this a little bit and see if the marine aquatic nature of it bothers me throughout the day. Because that does make me a little bit nauseous. It's not like I'm picking on certain fragrances out there. I'm just saying, for me, there are certain notes that you like and certain notes that you don't. And that is one I just cannot get behind. (laughs) But I've even gotten over the mint thing in this. I like it. It works. It makes sense for me. So I do like it. If it were me and I were going to buy it, I feel like 27 mil would last me quite a while. I was going to say, if I were to buy this, it would be the 27 because this... For me, it's more of just a scent memory. I don't know if I would actually wear it, wear it. Like a signature scent. Yeah, I probably wouldn't wear it. But I think there's some people out there that can pull it off. I feel like it's the guy who's average size, height, decent build, not masculine, crazy. Just got their kind of shit together. They're like maybe an engineer or something. Okay. An eccentric kind of person in life. I feel like this is for that person. You know me, I'm so subdued and chill. I got to have loud shit. But- (laughs) <laughs> it's a good, it's a good smell. So, but I would, it would probably be a skip for me personally. I think if you're a salesperson for water sports, <laughs> you should definitely own this. You know what? That's actually pretty good point. I agree with that. You selling boats and jet skis and stuff like that. You know what? Seriously, that adds up in my head. I have no idea why, but it does. I yeah. agree. There you go. So, if you're selling watercrafts. <laughs> yeah. This is a buy for you. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's 100% a sample. There are things about it I really, really, really like. And then the marine thing. It's no surprise to anybody who's listened to the podcast for any length of time. Yeah. The water notes for me is a no-go. You know, I love those water notes. Oh, yeah. You get squirty over there. <laughs> All right, that's today's episode, but let's tease next episode, okay? And okay. I think I'm going to just go ahead and let me just do it, okay? Do it. We're going to give Roja a second chance. Oh, yes, we will. You're going to impress us this time, buddy, with Isola Blue? Rebranded. So when we bought the 10 mil decant, they sent that as well with it. So yeah. we were like, oh, we're kind of surprised they sent something extra, so... We're going to smell that. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll totally redeem himself. <laughs> I got both hands, two fingers crossed. <laughs> We're going to find out. And until next time, spray it up, y'all. Spray it up, y'all.